FMX Network Production. It's the Renthal Reaction Show for breaking moto news, hot topics, and moto by the minute. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Renthal Reaction Podcast. Three 15-minute motos up in Canada. Let's talk to some people about it and see how it worked. Maybe something that we could look to uh, do in the future here in the USA. I don't know. Let's figure it out. But thanks to the folks at Renthal, the undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 69. Renthal has become notorious for relentless obsession of detail and quality through the commitment to produce the finest products on the market today. With a history full of innovations in engineering and legendary component reliability, Renthal is universally regarded as the most trusted brand in the pits and the first choice to the world's premier athletes and race teams when you look at Marvin and Webb and Roxon and Sexton and Scene Cirillo and Tomac and on and on. The folks at Renthal make great products, whether it's chains, sprockets, bars, grips, whatever it is, Renthal.com will have you covered. And yeah, if you're racing or riding a dirt bike for years and you've listened to this podcast, for sure, at some point, you've used something from Renthal. I guarantee it. Half waffle, gray, half waffle is soft, is the grip, by the way, that is the bomb. That's the only one that shall ever be used by folks at Renthal. Half waffle, soft. Hope we can all agree on that. Renthal.com for more information. Let's get into some uh, reaction from up north. To talk about the three 15-minute moto format up there in the Triple Crown Series up in uh, my home country of Canada. First up, it's everybody's favorite podcaster, Ryan Gold. What's up, Goldie? How are you? I'm doing pretty good. Lost a little more hair, lost a few more calories, LBs this weekend running around, and a little bit less on the voice, but I'm feeling pretty good. Oh, good. Thanks for coming on. Also on the line, the owner of the Gopher Dunes Honda team, who had a very good weekend when you count Friday and Sunday. It's Derek Schuster, a.k.a. Diggs. What's up, Diggs? Hey, guys. Not too much. Just at home unpacking and uh, celebrating a little after a solid weekend. Wow. What a a team. What a powerhouse, Galdi, he's got there. Well, Friday was was pretty red, man. I it was <laughs> it was bloody. It was bloody for all the competition up there. Let's call it that kind of red. <laughs> uh, how uh, Sunday not as much, but still pretty damn good. Right, right. Um, so, how was Noof with 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 McNabb, Manitoba's Great Hope? I mean, you guys are you guys digs. You're off to a flying start. Yeah, the Noof. Uh, <laughs> he's been pretty good so far. We, you know, he showed up here obviously just a couple days before round one. So. Uh, we had most stuff prepped for him, but we had to make sure we left a little bit of work for him to do. We didn't want to just let him waltz right in and uh, head to the front and get that first moto win without having to put in a little bit of work first. So yeah. <laughs> we've been keeping him busy. Was he claiming, you know, mechanic did it all and all of that? Was he claiming it? Oh, of course he was. Yeah. yeah. No no, Justin building the race by or nothing like that. No, no, no. no. It's all new, right? <laughs> um, I want to touch on the results themselves at the end of this a little bit and just talk about round one a little bit. But first up on the Renthal Reaction Podcast, so Friday, two 30-minute motos, you know, regular format, uh, 25 minutes for the 250s. And then Sunday, three 15-minute motos. Goldie, I'll start with you. I saw your comments on, on Twitter. Um, you liked the three 15-minute format. You, you thought it was pretty good. Yeah, I mean, from the show side of things, it was amazing. Like, there was not a moment where a bike or two or three or four weren't within a second of each other for the whole 15 minutes. Like, nobody ran away with it. I mean, the very first 450 moto, uh, Dylan, trying to dig contact it, but I can't remember when he got into the lead. He kind of pulled away a little bit, but not very far. But after that, like, other than that, the rest of the motos were just, like, 
bang, 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 neck and neck, battles, battles. Uh, the only thing I think it didn't offer was a track with a lot of passing opportunity. It really made for super, super fast uh, track, which it didn't seem to get the typical deep four or five ruts in a turn wall. Like there was only about one or two that were really good, and there was mm-hmm. a couple sections that were just inside, inside, inside the whole time kind of thing. So maybe it took a little bit from that, but as far as like a fan or a show, it was awesome. That part was awesome. Um, how much time between motos, Diggs? I was about an hour, give or take. It wasn't the same for everyone because they were doing some, uh, um, like, ladies racing pre-mix stuff in between a couple of them, but not for all of them. So, give or take an hour and five minutes, let's say. Okay. And, I, I, Galdi, you took the words right out of my mouth. I thought the, everything was really cool about the 315s. The only thing, if I had a gripe about it, was if you have a short motor like that, you want to make sure the track is set up really good for passing. And I do think that uh, it was about as tough as it gets to pass at Walton. I think uh, it could, if, if it was tilled a little bit deeper, um, or actually they till it deep, but they end up taking the power harrow over it after, and it kind of packs things back in and sets up for like a really fast track, which can tend to be one-lined in a bunch of spots. Okay. Um, and just guys were really, like the racing was cool because the guys were freight training. You've seen some close battles, but it was really tough to get around guys in the, uh, certain spots and sometimes you might have a guy that's let's say a second lap slower than you and you might be stuck behind him for two laps and lose a bunch of time but correct me if i'm wrong galdi i mean isn't walton kind of hard to pass anyways it's a faster track it's you know i mean i mean it's got it's it's definitely had those years yeah, like late uh, sort of early millennium say 06 08 to 08 09 it was kind of like that it was very fast not quite as deep um, but you can kind of go everywhere, sort of like what you guys have been chatting on your podcast about the the Colorado and Mount Morris rounds. Yep. And then the, the, this one here, and then it kind of got to those years of just crazy deep, long ruts. You're sort of in that you know train track, can't really get around, rut cross. Um, this one was a little bit between, but I think because of the shorter day, only one practice, one like one qualifying practice, like the insides were just so dominant, and then it it didn't really get as many. I guess it's still got kind of the same amount of laps and bikes. on. I don't know. It just didn't seem to form really good outsides and inside lines. It was just kind of the main inside mm-hmm. and then the next right out. Okay. And then the outsides. I also think, too, what kind of played a factor was on Thursday there was an off-road race that touched – 80% of the track. On Friday, there was the Pro National and my amateurs in the morning that touched 100% of the track. And then Saturday was all day amateurs. By Sunday morning, it was concrete. Like, they couldn't really get down yeah, much farther. That I don't makes think sense, either. right? Yeah. That yeah makes, so think, think, how many bikes, of, think how many bikes touched that place. <laughs> yeah, like, it was, it was a bit of a you know, a bit of a motorcycling horror weekend out there for, <laughs> kind of thing with so much going on. And I think it, it lo- I lost it on that Sunday um, for that, that, that passing side that both I and Diggs have touched on. Okay. Um, Diggs, put, put your team owner hat on and then put your, you know, fan of the sport, wanting the sport to get better hat on. Do you feel the same both ways, like, for this format? Do you feel, as a team owner, you liked it? And as a fan and for the betterment of the sport, you liked it? Uh, completely different on both of them. Team owner side, not a fan at all. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the fan side, yeah, it was awesome. And I think I think the difference between the two days kind of shows that and proves it. Like, let's look at Dylan, for example, in the 450 class. 
the racing was probably a little bit boring at the front when you say Galdi on Friday. I mean, Dylan won the first I won by, by 23 or 25 first, seconds yeah. in one of the motos. Yeah, I was, yeah. I was falling asleep. The next one, he crashed twice and still won by six seconds or whatever. And then Sunday, he had a couple bad starts, and it was a little bit tough to pass. So he gets out, he hole shots one, he wins that moto. And the other two, you know, he only gets up to fourth. And I think probably for a fan watching that, I mean, I was pissed off. But uh, the fans that are watching that, they're going to love that, right? Like there was different guys leading and... Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, so you're. Yeah. You're. You're too. like. You're like. Shit, man. If Dylan had more time, we could win this thing. Yeah. Exactly. Huh. Interesting. Um, from the guys on your team, uh, Diggs, like Tanner Ward and and McNabb and and Wright, did they notice? Did they say, hey, this now Walton's not a physically demanding track, like the way the wet with the weather's good and everything else, you know. But did they say, man, on Sunday, like I'm feeling it from Friday? Did anybody was anybody like, uh, you know, not not happy with a short turnaround or not feeling it? I don't think so. But you know what I did notice, not just with our own guys, just guys in general. Like everybody thinks, you know, you shorten the motos, guys are going to be less tired, that kind of thing. The only thing that changed is they just absolutely went full sprint that whole time instead. Like it was like hot lap after hot lap, setting, you know, a new new top last time that kind of thing and the yeah. guys still were pretty tired coming off the track like they all like you looked at all three guys at every podium they all looked pretty beat at the end of the moto just as if it was a 30 minute moto so i think yeah maybe friday played a bit of a factor into that too and then i think just the, the sprinting and how hard they went from lap one to the final lap uh like it was just an all-out sprint what do you think Galdi from guys you talked to physical wise for the for the five motos in, in two days um, everybody that I kind of chatted, the only thing that they that killed them was if you weren't leading, man, the roost was just ridiculous. You can pretty much look on any one of the athletes' stories. Um, but they didn't really seem like they got tired or anything. They were able to, to sprint it. Jess Pettis kind of mentioned that he sort of tra- changed his outlook a little bit from the Friday to Sunday. Um, just the fact that he's like, I'm, every time he touched the track, he was just as going as fast and as hard as he could. There was no sort of just like waiting it out and seeing something worked and trying something different. He just went to the fastest line every time uh, every time he touched the track whether it's practice um, or, or the races kind of thing so but he also alluded that he set his bike up a little bit different for the first race and he wasn't as happy with it and then they made a bike change and then he went 1-1 um, kind of thing too so I don't I don't think it affected the fitness side especially those top five guys in each class yeah. it was the same five guys all uh, all day Friday and all day uh, Sunday so or sorry yeah Sunday so I, I don't think it affected them at all yeah looking at the practice times the qualifying times there was a noticeable gap between five and six place guys or six and seventh whatever it was yeah. you know like yeah there, oh, i mean yeah. in the motos itself like on friday i think dylan i can't remember which one it was he left up to seventh or really oh, in one of the motos like it, wow. the gap between the gap i mean you guys, the guys touch on it on, on i actually just finished watching the ama one from red but they touched on it a little bit grant langston did like the gap between say a dylan or a cole or a pettis or 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 these uh, welton to the guy that's in like 20th it's it's like 25 seconds a lot man yeah yeah it is huge right. uh, like they're they're lapping them and they're lapping them so fast so this this three fifteen minute motos this is the only one all year right? Yeah. Do, do you see a future for it, Galdi? You see it coming back? A hundred percent. A hundred percent. This will be part of the series from here on out. I guarantee it. Because now that we got a crowd back and you could sell it that way, and the fact that 
for six races, we had five different moto winners um, in it. Like it's it's a it's a huge selling feature. As far as a show show goes, there's on the show side of things. If I'm the promoter and I'm the the, the sponsor of the series and stuff like that on and the television show, I'm selling it all day long. And yeah, Diggs has got great points against it, but I'm selling that all day long. You're a show pony. Get out there and do your job. Show pony it up. Uh, Diggs. I think uh, I agree with Galdi on that, but I maybe I'm wrong, Galdi, because I haven't spoken to anybody on this. But I think it'd be similar to the Triple Crown Supercrosses in the U.S., where you wouldn't see it week in, week out. It'll be a little yeah, bit more right. of uh, yeah. here and there kind of thing. Right, you could do it on certain tracks, right? Like, what? if we get back to like normal next year, I say it's like maybe one on the west, one on the east. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like right. try it like that, one on each side, and then if it keeps making sense that way, because the, one of the things that's kind of been talked about again is all the how much travel these teams do. Well, now we're showcasing that they could do a Friday and a Sunday. So why couldn't we go to say Cam Loops, do a Friday and a Sunday there at a, at a at that kind of format, take a weekend off, and then do it the same instead of flying back and, and get two rounds in instead of doing four weekends of travel and and such like that. So that that's the way I can wow. look at it anyway. I don't know about. Kamloops works everybody. It's a pretty gnarly track. Well, yeah, maybe but, not that yeah, track, yeah, but, but you yeah, know what I'm yeah, saying. Somebody, I mean, right. Calgary. Calgary might be kind yeah, of cool. Yeah, Calgary. Four days in Calgary City? Oh, be sweet. <laughs> might need ventilators for the mechanics. I fell for those guys at the end of the day. Like, yeah, that's doing true, the yeah. exact same amount of work for yeah. the, you know, as prepping the bike for the two motos. And, like, I mean, I've seen it with some other mechanics and other teams, but my three guys, they told me at the end, they, they were spent like, were they, compared to the Friday. Yeah, were they doing clutches and oil in between all three, or how did that yeah, go? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Clutch shit. every moto. Okay, all right. So, so. That, that goes on your – I mean, I guess if you if you spread it out over four rounds out west, if you did this way, it would, it would work out, but you're jamming it all into that two-day factor instead of over a week's time as far as parts and budget and all yeah. that stuff. Um, and as far as, like, the – you know, that stuff maybe not being as worried of after a 15-minute moto. Like, looking at Dylan's clutches, they looked exact same as after a 30-minute moto. And, in fact, I think it was after moto two because Dylan was a little frustrated that moto kind of coming through the pack. Justin said he's never taken a clutch out of Dylan's bike that's been that hot. Wow. So, uh, yeah. is, is 15 minutes uh, is 15 minutes the, the right amount? Would you change that? Or was 15, 315s about the right Length, well, for me, I was surprised that it wasn't 15 for 250 and, and say, 18 or 20 for 450. Like okay. our, our times are different right here, so why all of a sudden are they the same yeah. for that? Right. So that kind of blew me away. But, um, again, on the show side of it and the fan side of it, the 15 was the perfect time. So they get paid per moto. How did they get paid for these, for these three? Is there, is there pay? There's no pay? Well, I'm sure Diggs has to pay his riders, but other, um, as far as I know, I don't believe there's a purse this weekend, but Diggs might know more about that. What do you mean there's no purse? They got rid of that? Or? Diggs, Diggs, you can talk about it. You're in on these meetings. I'm not in on them anymore. I only get the, <laughs> I only get the aftermath of these meetings. You're going to think I'm lying to you and I'm just not wanting to make a comment, but I don't even know where it's left standing as far as a purse goes. Like, there you we, go. we honestly don't know. I mean, there was I'm a purse. certain going into this weekend, it was, well, it was, <laughs> so it was Brett Lee's event. It wasn't a triple crown event as far as a promotion goes. It's like going to Daytona, I'm guessing, right? So I'm that, so confused. Oh, somewhere. really? Oh. Yeah, so Brett Lee, so as far as I understand, it was like 100% payback. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like it's not. It's, the, on the, I pay two hundred percent of my local races. So that's all I know about that right now. 
Okay, all right, never mind. Moving on. As far as that format and length goes, I think if there's one thing that I would have wanted to see different, I think uh, doing the 15 minutes plus two laps instead of one would have been good. I just found that Mm -hmm. we're constantly calculating, trying to figure out when we're at, like, three to go, two to go. Yeah. And I would have liked the riders to have seen that two board at some point instead of just that white flag. Um, I felt that that made a big difference as far as, like, a final push or charge at the end of the moto to maybe get somebody. Because going forward, like, I know one of my suggestions will be, can we look at doing 15 two? Mm, okay. All right. Yeah. Interesting. So overall, though, it sounds like, I mean, poor mechanics, but sounds like it was a hit for both of you and for fans and, and everybody. Yeah. It seemed pretty positive all around as far as people like, so for me, I, where the TV booth was up to where the podium was, I had to kind of run back and forth, not as much on Sunday, but people were like, this is awesome. We love this. And there was like a crowd kind of gathered behind us because we had a set of trees in shaded areas. It was really hot on Sunday. People were like, this is really cool. Like, oh, when's the next moto? And, and stuff like that. So it, there was a good vibe towards it for sure as far as the fan and the show side of it. But you can tell that on the, you know, the team rider mechanic side, it's, it's, uh, it's a gnarly one. Renthal reaction. Uh, Renthal.com for more information. Renthal on the uh, bikes of the Gopher Dunes Honda team. So uh, Diggs, Renthal taking good care of you. Yeah, uh, Paul's amazing over there, Renthal. He uh, was always hooking us up, and on, like that guy goes above and beyond, man. Nice, good to hear. Uh, Renthal reaction. So let's let's get a little bit of reaction from round one. Galdi, let's pretend Diggs isn't on the line. Um, so looking at results, I didn't see any highlights. Well, I saw Casey Keys crash. That's about the oh, only highlight God. I saw. That was crazy. Sweet Jesus, were his brakes gone? For real? I think that's what happened. I think he landed. And he had no brakes. Wow! Like you see, he kind of gets kicked a little bit. So I thought it might have been just a, and it, it, but it, it doesn't look like he was able to. Like he, he chopped the throttle. Like you don't see his hand go whiskey. So I think it was just sheer breaking. He lost it right at the like like at the worst oh, time ever. Jesus. Uh, so, so I talked to him at the end of the day. He he made it sound like it was uh, didn't have anything to do with losing his brakes. Just kind of like got kicked, and he was on the throttle at one point. And I don't know if he missed his brake, but he didn't say anything to me about uh, losing. Oh, I thought it said brakes on his post. Yes, he made like an Instagram post. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So. Friday, dominating uh, ride by Dylan Wright. Sun- Sunday, Jess Pettis takes the win. Um, but, again, bad starts. Galdi, is Wright still the guy, or do we have something here? Well, no, I, Wright's still the guy, for sure. He was the fastest rider um, over a 15-minute mark, I guess we can say that, for those two motos he did lose. But on on Friday, it was it – was, uh, I mean, both him and McNabb had rides of, like, this veteran-esque JSR, Ross Peterson, Eli Tomac, or Ferrandis. Now, like they, McNabb came from 12th or 13th in the Moto One. Dylan didn't have to come from that far back, but he was far back. And then the one that he did crash on the first lap, he got back to about 20th. He was in like seventh and like three turns. <laughs> like he, they were so unbelievably fast. And then even Tanner Ward, like it was a sea of red. Like they, the the red team there again. We're not, not you know going going hard on. Diggs is nutsack here, but they were they were ready to go on the when the gate dropped. All of them, every single one of them, and it showcased. They got the red plates out of there on Friday, and then heading into Sunday, it, it proved it again. Um, but uh, yeah, I think I think Dylan's still the guy. 
Uh, but man, I, like I'm sure Diggs can attest to it too. But he's he's beat up right now. He's got a finger that looks like it went into a lawnmower from one of his crashes. His knees are kind of beat up. His chest and everything is just riddled from the roost. So he's he's kind of beat up right now. But he's a warrior, and I would still I still hold him as as the top. And those although as one of my tweets, I was figuring this out. I think Diggs might be able to help me, but. Thompson won the first round in 19. You were at it, uh, um, Steve. Yeah. Right? You were at that round when Thompson won in 19. I tried to block Calgary. that out, but I, yeah, I did. I yeah, did right? But him and, Cole tie, or him and Colton tied that day right on points. Yep. So yeah. for the, oh, that was the last time a red plate wasn't just solely on a Honda. Well, it wasn't because it's that a, race, right? Am I right about Other than supercrosses and stuff like that. Yeah, what about Phil? Race. Don't shit on Phil's legacy. Phil, did he get the red plate? I mean, he won a Supercross title. No, I'm not talking. Yeah, we don't count that indoor stuff. Okay, all right. It was round one of 18 the last time we haven't had the red plate. On a Honda. We, yeah, because uh, Colton rode round one at Calgary in 2018, the year before that. No, and, but I mean, uh, on another bike, and, other than it was a KTM, Cole got it. No, he rode a red plate Phil, at Prince George. Okay. Side, nobody yeah, cares. This, this, Phil, nobody yeah, cares. Anyway, see of red. See of red on Friday. Nobody had nothing to do. No, right. Nobody had nothing to sniff uh, at Dylan's rear tire. Um, and those guys were going fast. Welton was an amazing on Friday in the second 450 motor. Both him and Dylan went down twice. And they still managed really? to come out and, and oh, go one. Shit. Yeah, I didn't know that. Welton, wow. yeah. Welton was awesome uh, in that second 450. I would say Welton actually was a little faster. I bet you if you look lap times, he might have got a little bit. But Dylan was able to get himself up a little better. And he did actually pass Welton too. But and then both Pettis and Thompson were 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 there. And and Pettis was as we talked about in the podcast. He was a good surprise. Like he right. was. Yeah, he was fast all the time, no fading. Like he looked good for sure. And uh, but yeah, there was there was nothing touching the number one bike on Friday for sure. And then uh, so Diggs are. I mean, is this injury stuff gonna hurt him a little bit? I don't think so. Um, the knees, like he's already improved from that. He missed about three weeks of riding in June. Um, Sunday, the finger obviously affected him a little bit. It broke and. It wasn't really the uh, break that was bugging him. It's his pinky. It's more the cut on the end of it. Um, he had his fingernail kind of split in half, and uh, he got that all stitched up. So that thing was it was ugly. We used some cauterizing powder and some stuff like that on it to try and contact bleeding down between <laughs> motos. Uh, but, I mean, I looked at it this morning. It already looked a bunch better. And I think just uh, from – Getting the heel up this week, he'll be fine. Come this upcoming Saturday, and he'll be like he'll be good to go to ride again tomorrow. That kind of thing. He right. Okay. Went to the cycle this morning, hitting the beach this afternoon, taking the afternoon off, and back at it tomorrow. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. That, uh, you know. Be on the beach with the with his lovely fiancés in a bikini would be all right. Um. So Pettis was good. <laughs> Pettis was a good surprise. <laughs> Welton was fast. Thompson yeah. looks steady. Right. Thompson didn't seem flashy, but steady. Very uh, consistent, yeah. And, and sorry about T-Dags, Goldie. I don't know how you're doing, but T-Dags. I, I told him at the end of Friday, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with you? Like, how do you come up here and get fifth in a Canadian moto when you're, like, getting eight peats and the biggest, deepest class in the history of the American flag? Like, he's like, I don't know, man. I just I couldn't get off the gate. I'm like, are you riding the enduro bike again? <laughs> and he's like, well, I kind of am a little bit and this and that. And this. So, but, yeah, he didn't – I don't think he even sniffed the top five stars. So, for him to get – he had to battle to the top five right, each right. moto. So, um, yeah, I uh, I look like an idiot on that one. That's for sure. <laughs> Poor Goldie. He's got <laughs> <laughs> T-Dags. Uh, and and Moffenbeier uh, digs probably maybe a little bit off the pace? 
Yeah, he seemed to be a little bit off the pace for sure. Um, I, I was probably more surprised at T-Dags and his results maybe right. than Moff. Um, I'm even looking at some lap times right now, and Moff, like, obviously his results weren't great, but his lap times, like, during the motos, they're still kind of there with Thompson and those kind of guys where Tyler, like, I mean, in this moto I'm looking at, he was eight. He finished eighth in the moto, and he was the eighth fastest guy. Like, he yeah, yeah. was faster. Trombley was faster. Um, and that kind of really surprised me. But Moffenbeier, I think, just never really got up there at the front with those guys. So I think maybe as the series goes on, I, I know Walton's one of his better tracks, but I think you'll see some improvement from him for sure here. And MX2 looks wide open, Galdi. Oh, man, it's yeah. awesome. Looks like wide it's open. so awesome. Oh, I wouldn't say wide open because... I mean, Tanner won both rounds. He did kind of squeak them through, if you will, I guess, by a point on each of them. But um, he won both rounds, so he's, you know, already two two overalls in. But um, I guess. It uh, just seemed like it, the results were everywhere, right? That's yeah, what they were, for sure. But, I mean, the end of it was the same guy, I guess, kind of thing, right? But, man, yeah, it was, uh, it was awesome. Like, I mean, you go back to the first moto with Ryder. Like, he literally showed, like, he was like a 25 or 28-year-old man in that moto coming from that far back, passing the guys with ease and then pulling away winning the moto and then all of a sudden you go into moto two and it was like back to the future where he went back in time and turned himself into the 15 year old because he was he had bobbled he got a bad start and he crashed he was pushing too hard and to, you know he still came back to six i believe it was so um and then sanai was decent on friday but he looked like he got a little tired and then he was a little bit better on on sunday with the shorter moto so it'll be interesting to see where he fits in this coming weekend because it's supposed to be super hot and we know it's gonna be really rough um and then um uh, Canella was good, but like he just—I don't know, man. Those kids are so freaking fast. He's like him and Thompson are like identical. They got great speed, but they're consistent. But they never really like take a chance and right. just like—I would just like to see his leg come off the bike once. I don't know. I just like maybe you know, or like is 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 they get a little whiskey out of the back end or something. It just looks so straight all the time. I feel like I could build a house. He's so straight all the time. And uh, and then the last guy there was um, Piccolo. And he showed exactly what we kind of brought up and what Phil was talking about. He is—he was in there in every single moto. The one moto he had, he had a—he crashed. He got back to seventh, I think. Um, but he was consistent. He was smart. He handled pressure. Right. He had a couple little moments, but man, it, it, yeah, it's a toss in the air right now for sure. And uh, not—I don't think—I don't even know if Diggs would have thought this, but I would have not had Tanner Ward going one-one as far as overalls go after the first two rounds. And very impressive. Diggs. Yeah, um, of course, it's easy for me to say now that I could have seen it happening, but I think three things that you guys talked about in the preseason podcast that I kind of disagreed with right then and there, obviously two of them were my guys because I don't think any of you guys maybe have them on the podium for the season. Maybe Newt did, but I've kind of been expecting that they're going to challenge for podiums and wins all season. And then the other one that I thought maybe you guys downplayed a little bit, I, from the start of the year, have felt that – Pettis was going to be like Dylan's main competition. I kind of feel like that's what we saw after the first weekend. Uh, we were just, I, I mean, a, a healthy Pettis. Yeah. I, we just talked about his injuries, right? And how much time yeah. he has on the bike. But there's no doubt in a healthy Pettis could be Dylan's c- c- main challenger. But I, I, we weren't sure where he was health wise. That's all. Uh, yeah. You know, I hear you. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Those are my hindsight things from that first one, anyway. Right. Doesn't it feel like. Um, uh, doesn't it feel like the guys could like Ward? Ward's good for sure, and he's you know got two wins. It's awesome, the red plate. 
Do you feel like it's going to be consistently Tanner Ward will be really good and not make any mistakes, and then but Piccolo and McNabb will have these bottles of lightning, Galdi, where they'll beat him? I mean, how can you not be a little bottle of lightning at 17 and 15 years old? It's it just it's so hard to manage it for sure in a series like this. I think this will be a good test this coming weekend because it takes. Uh, you know, you got to be tough and strong. You're dealing with the heat. It, it showcases the the really inner heart that you have. And I don't think those two are lacking on it, but these are the moments where it can really bite them this weekend where a guy like Tanner, a bit more of a veteran, can kind of muscle his way through and really force his way into the lead or sort of tear these kids down late in motos at Gopher. So um, I think Walton was a great way to start it, but I, I do think the track was a little easier, a little more simplistic than what we're about to get into this weekend. I think that this weekend might tell the tale a little bit more for the series in this particular class and where these Canella and Ward veteran S and even Sinai um, kind of guys if they if late in the motors if the kids are getting there I feel like the strength of them and, and that kind of stuff might showcase where that little bit of lightning might kick in and they, they lose some points and positions to so these right. guys that know how to get through because even the rest of the series we go to Santa Lee yeah it's gnarly we go to DeChambeau it's gnarly but it doesn't it doesn't rival what the dunes can turn into and I don't know what Diggs' thing is this weekend about the grooming side of it but I hope that it stays from Saturday morning till, well, I guess it's going to clean up a little bit because there's amateur Saturday afternoon, but from the amateur thing on Saturday, Sunday, I, I, he's, he's left it before like a GP. I, I was kind of hoping that was going to be the same sort of thing as far as track prep. Well, whatever his guys want is how he'll leave it. Yeah, true enough. Yeah, exactly. right. whatever yeah, Ward right. and Wright want, then that's what they'll he'll be do. in the dozers. They'll be in the dozers and the and the kiddies and everything running it. Right, right, exactly. So. The problem is with those three guys, they'll all want something different. So I just can't bother listening to them anyway. Yeah, true, right? Uh, but the plan is we'll leave it rough for sure, except for the the jumps. Right, we'll clean up all the jumps because obviously that's a safety thing. But I mean, straights, corners, that kind of thing. It's going to be rough as shit. Well, yeah, looking forward to seeing that. We got Southwick uh, this weekend down here. You guys have the Dunes uh, this weekend, so uh, should be. Where is it? Is there a GP this weekend? Is it uh, Sand Track too? No, I think they're off. They're off. I was gonna say it's a full Sand Nami all all over the world. Yeah. So, um, all right, guys. Well, uh, Derek Schuster, Diggs, and Galdi, thanks for the uh, Renthal Reaction Podcast time here, talking about the new format. A little bit of observations from round one as well up there. Uh, Thanks, boys. Appreciate it, and good luck this weekend. Thanks, guys. Cheers. Bye. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve.